What it is, what is up? What is good, gamers? This is Show Enough 71, aka Digadulamite. That purple bling bling. Y'all. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 171 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And of course, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, I've got my partners in crime. First on deck, we got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. the gamer stepdaddy. What's going on, man? Hey, not much. Uh, Just happy to be here, as always, talking about this thing that we love, gaming. And always happy uh, that you come and join us, because... God knows we are weird guys. So thank you, you know, for speak for, for yourself, out. sir. Speak for yourself. I'm speaking about you, sir. <laughs> Specifically. That's <laughs> kidding. Oh, come on. That's kidding. No, I'm just kidding, buddy. I'm happy that you're here, buddy. Happy that you're here. And that other voice you heard belongs to none other than Trader Joe, also known as Jabroni Chief. Yeah. <laughs> Clear oh, my <Lord>. throat. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You okay, buddy? Yeah, I just do it because I know you'll love adjusting that volume in, ah, in post. Yes, thanks, that's great. Buddy. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> you may also know him as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, man? I just got done maximizing my gaming dollar. I picked up grid legends for 24.99 for playstation mm. 5 yeah but you should have bought what you really wanted though oh the the boobalons fall the boob boobalons fall now really boobalons fall yeah now nah, you wanted that i know you did You're oh like, i know i know I, I i will i will try and play babylon's fall I, I even told the gamestop clerk i said i'm not putting not my my token on that subway train wreck <laughs> just yet so you said just uh, yet Mm. You mean the yes. game that has like one, like one active player? Um, well, Joe? I, I didn't I didn't put it in the news, but no, no, I'm not actively playing it right now. The demo is done, deleted off my hard drive. Thank you. I mean, you you, you ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. It's gonna it's gonna be like the biggest comeback. You know, I was checking out. I am still part of their Discord. They are upgrading the art style and yeah, writing right. new stuff. So it's gonna be the biggest the biggest comeback since No Man's Sky, huh? Is that you what we're saying now? All right, I, we'll I believe you. We'll I believe see. you, buddy. I'm I'm hedging my bets that it's on some store of PlayStation Plus extra. You know, who knows? Maybe Square Enix will. I mean. Sony will pay Square Enix not to, for them to put places on the service. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but, you know, hey, people got to get paid. People got to, you know, and uh, people got to make that money and hope springs eternal. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. maybe they'll release an Xbox port and then everyone will like it. At least <laughs> well, that seems to be the going formula. <laughs> but yeah. All right, so as usual, our first topic on our docket is going to be the playlist. All right, let's kick things off with Dez. What you been playing, man? 
I haven't been playing much of anything, actually. Um, I've mostly just been playing my my beautiful stand stand um, like my kind of stand in games. I've been doing a lot of just just kind of clear in my head and not really wanting to do much of anything. So so I've just been playing my old standbys, that being uh, Outriders and No Man's Sky. Um, I'll start with No Man's Sky. Um, started playing that, uh, like I said, I've been playing that for a couple of weeks and just really just um, doing the whole survival thing, um, going around exploring planets. Um the game does have a bit of depth to it, which I'm which I'm excited for, um, because the game is truly what you make of it. You can go on missions, you can be an outlaw. Um, right now, I'm just trying to like understand different uh, what are they called different kind of systems in order to be you know better at the game, and um, and I'm getting it. You know, it's it's still it's still working. I'm still, you know, doing what I need to do to be to be the best, you know, explorer I can be. So um, it's been fun. And then um, Joe started joining me. So I got Joe playing. And so uh, I'm kind of teaching him the ropes uh, because it's been a while since he has played the game. Um, and so a lot of it is, is new to him. A lot like like a lot of it was new to me. Because again, I hadn't done anything um, in a very long time with this game. But again, it's still it's still pretty fun, and I'm still um, I'm still enjoying it uh, so far. So uh, as Joe would say, I haven't run cold on it. So we'll see um, how long that takes before you're, burn, you're I, burning hot. You're burning hot. I'm, on the I'm burning. I'm burning pretty hot. He's right. I'm burning pretty hot on it because I've been playing it. Um, I don't want to say nonstop, but I've been playing it rather, rather frequently. Um, it's kind of just been my 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 kind of go to relaxation game. Seriously, I just I don't listen to any of the music from the game. I just put on some music and just chill out and just you know let the game be what it's going to be and fly around and investigate stuff. And it's it's been pretty fun. Like it's been definitely pretty fun to do this. Um, and explore, you know, new things. Although you get to a certain point, and even though that it's procedurally generated, certain things do, like, you, if you look long enough and you play long enough, then you'll start to see, um, you know, the cracks around the edges, which is fine. You know, you don't, you know, you can only make so many random permeations and before they're going to start um, coming back together. So, Starting which to is see fine. the seams a bit? Uh, just a bit. And that's fine, you know. At, again, I'm still, I'm still in it. It's still, uh, you know, making me happy. So I'm gonna continue to play it at least until I, you know, start to run cold on it, or something else pops in uh, the the old brain chamber, and I want to do something different. So, um, and now that Joe's playing it with me, uh, it's it's going pretty good. Joe's doing a, um, uh he is learning how to play it and it's fun because i get to kind of like you know teach him a little bit about it and um it's fun it's starting to come back to me a bit i mean i'm trying to see as far as when's the last time i played it i think it's been at least five years or even more if long yeah if not longer mm -hmm. yeah because i was still married when i was playing it uh, it, was, it was my chill game effect i remember playing it for hours just sitting there mining and yeah you know, whatever and so on and so forth so 
That's kind and, of what's uh, great about it. I didn't mean to step away from it, but you know, it's like I was actually a supporter supporting the game. I was a supportive. I didn't feel like even though it kind of didn't really get reviewed well at first, I enjoyed what I played of it. And, uh, you know, it's just the point that, uh, I think, uh, it's good that I'm coming back in. It's almost like with my experiences with destiny now where, you know, I'm coming back to destiny 18 months later from when I was devoutly playing it. And I'm coming now to this game and kind of seeing things. It's almost like, I would say almost like playing uh, a sequel or, a uh, reiteration. I mean, there's been enough changes to the UI and in the front end that I think, you know, No Man's Sky 1.0 way back when vastly different. played way different. So yeah, it's vast. It's a completely, it's, it's almost a completely different game, which is kind of cool. So, so part of me sometimes can think about when you're, when you're talking about like, you know, Destiny 2 is, is kind of a different game. It's like, eh, I, I can, part of me can kind of see that. Uh, see what you're see what you're where you're coming with that so i'm like okay, oh yeah you know? definitely sure because it's you know i basically started from square one you know and i got tons of content i mean it's like i'm not um uh, hurting and it's all new for the most part granted there, there's some familiarity with some of the levels and some of the planets and whatnot you know you know you know if you went back oh, hey well go, go talk to failsafe you, you know who failsafe is you know so mm-hmm so on yeah. and so forth, you know. So yeah, but it's uh, been fun returning. Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep plugging away at No Man's Sky. I was curious about the VR mode. I know you'll never try it, Des, but nah. uh, and that's not that's not that's no giggity for me. To quote uh, Kev, that's no giggity for me. Got it. That's no Might giggity. be something for me to check out in VR and get back into PSVR a bit. You know, yep. just hearing hearing some people talking about the. Moss 2 and Moss Book 2, I should say. And uh, uh, knowing that I know PSVR is going to have, um, VR 2 is going to have more details soon. So we will have to see. So uh, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed what I played of it so far. And those of you listening out there, if you want to play, let us know. I mean, it's on Games Pass. It is something that you can play cross-platform. You could share Which we a did. save game. Yeah, um, Desmond's on Xbox. Uh, I'm on PlayStation. Uh, you can probably boot it up on PC. There's a Nintendo Switch version coming out in the summer. Mm-hmm. Are you going to double dip on the Switch version? You think, Des? Or no, I'm not okay. going to play this on the Switch. Uh, I'm going to. Um, I would most likely, if it was a fair price, uh, I would double dip on uh, PS5 because that's my preferred console. Um, but I'm playing this, you know, um, on here because it's not. Um, there's no um, what's you gonna call it? There's like I'm playing it because it's it's uh, not only some... free, you know, but yeah, it, but it's part of your subscription that you exactly, share. yeah, that I share with Joe. So so that's what makes it a lot a lot easier and nicer um, is that I don't have to worry about that. So as long as you know it's good, then I probably will uh, will continue to play it. There was some dual sense of resistance in the triggers uh, flying the ship last night. Um, mm-hmm. So there is some PS5 centric um, tweaks to the game as mm-hmm. well. So, yeah. It's something that's cool, at least. So, any interest in this game, Kev? Or it's like, hails to the no no's? Um, probably not. It, 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 doesn't really, it doesn't really strike any of uh, 
my my gamer notes, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. So understandable. Yeah. So I'll probably yeah. that would probably pass on that one. But I'm yeah. glad y'all are digging it. Yeah. Uh, another game that I'm digging and that we're all digging, continually digging, is Outriders. Uh, I know we talk about this at nauseum sometimes, probably, but uh, it's a really fun game and and so much fun though that we got some other folks uh, playing it with us, which makes it even better. And and now that the um, uh, the, the next iteration or the, the the DLC is coming out, it just makes us all even more hungry for more for more content. And by that I mean we're all going to be you know uh, downloading it most likely day one and playing it uh, day one, uh, hopefully together, um, because I think that would be just really super cool for us all to be, you know, playing it together and and just hanging. I know you can only play squads of three, and I really hope that they do, and this is going to sound weird, but I really hope that they do something like Destiny and give us like a, a six-man kind of raid or something. That way uh, more more people can play together, like more friends can play together. I think that's something that is that is sorely missing um, with this game. Um, and then when they, if they add that in, I think it will bring a lot more people into it uh, because you're able to play with your more of your friends together. And I don't think that they would be as 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 crazy like if they're do this i don't think it would be as crazy or as intricate as uh destiny raids i think those destiny raids they they try to be you know cheeky with their with their stuff you know sometimes to the chagrin of folks when they can just make it you know a couple of different things but but if they were to make a, a raid that was akin to a an expedition but make it have a few more levels that would be fantastic i think it'd be really good uh um so if you're listening people can fly you know some of your hardcore fans are asking you know to, to add some more stuff because we would love it um so i've dusted off my uh technomancer uh because i was trying to build my character up that way I'm ready to go into the the, the next content um, because I want to be able to do that um, so I can have my choice of, of who I want to play. So so I've been trying to play my other characters to get them up to snuff, uh, beat it with my Devastator and my Tactomancer, getting ready to beat it with my Trickster, and then finally will be my Pyromancer. And then it's about if I want to spend the time to, to, to kit them out. But I know that Kevin, you can speak to this uh, during your time. I know you're looking to actually beat beat the eye of the storm, and that's what you're kind of plugging to. So I'm thinking that that's what I'm gonna try to do as well. That way, the three of us can can um, beat the final the final mission of the game before we go into the um, before we go into the uh, the 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 new content. So World Slayer. I mean, yeah, World Slayer. World Slayer. Thank you. I couldn't think of the name. Um, but Kev, are are you like? Is that is that accurate? You're trying right now to go into it and get in there. Yeah. Well, the reason I have to do that, uh, I don't understand how this game works. <laughs> the I mean, when I when I say it works, I mean the mechanics behind the systems for getting you your gear, because. I've been trying to get the what I would consider the uh, the dream role of uh, the <clears throat> the Technomancer's set, which he's got a headpiece, and then they call it uh, uh, what is it? Um, so it's the it's, it's, it's the chest and the yeah, and the a, gloves and 
Some other yeah, stuff. specifically the headpiece. I can't remember the name of the specific armor right now. The Borealis, that's the name of it. The Borealis. And it gets you, it lets you put out a third turret. And I've been trying to get that. And I finally got it last late last week. It was in Tiago's uh, inventory with the headpiece along with a pair of gloves that also had a really yep. good perk on them. I was like, okay, great. I got it. So I'm just going to grind these level seven missions because it would, both of those pieces cost like 640 resource resource points. So I said, I'll just grind out these level seven missions and be able to get both, both parts. No problem. So I jump into, I jump into you guys' game. I guess that must've been, um, that it must have been a Friday when you guys were doing story missions. Either no, no, not Friday, Thursday. Anyway, sometime last week. And just before logging out, I went back into my game to double check Tiago. Well, Tiago had reset his inventory mm. to the same thing he had when when I when you first opened up the expeditions. It's like this little submachine gun. There is a bore. There is a borealis uh, chest piece, and some a bunch of other stuff that I didn't need. Same same loadout. I remember this specifically because of two. There was two weapons. There is a a submachine gun, and then there is a um, an an auto rifle. The auto rifle is actually pretty dope. The submachine gun. Uh, I don't know about. I never. I never had it in my inventory, but I was just completely ticked off because I went through six inventory revolutions with Tiago at mm -hmm. four hundred and twenty resource points a pop to be able to get that Borealis headpiece to drop. And not only did I get it, but I also got the the gauntlet. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that anymore. Uh, screw mm -hmm. all that. So I'm just grinding levels now. I'm just pushing through. I'm at level. I'm I'm up to level ten expeditions now, and I'm just going to hang out there until I fully build up all my gear that I have equipped, and then I'm just then I'm going to move on to level to the next level. I'm just going to rinse and repeat and if i get something from a drop wonderful and if not i'm not even going to worry about it because i i thought that was super lame because i thought tiago was was would have kept it was yeah i thought he was attached to your, your individual game which he's which he's supposed to be that's he's that's why yeah. that's why when it happened i didn't understand why that happened because you should have you should have been able to 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 just literally go into our game, be fine, and then going back into your game, and, and Tiago should have had what he had when you left. So the fact nope. that it's not there is just absurd to me. That's terrible. Not only is it not there, he recycled back to the first his first inventory loadout See? right when you get there. So I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that mess. No yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. 100% <laughs> don't blame you. That's terrible. Yeah. But uh, mm. yeah, that that that, <laughs> that mm. is my my outriders my my outriders uh, little little uh, roadblock there. But otherwise, you know, 
still are you going to get to the highest level and then try to cycle out Tiago then at that point? I'm That's not worried about Tiago at this point. I'm really oh, I not. I, I'm if I get the if I get the the if I can get the 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 drop for the headpiece, that's wonderful. But I'm not, I'm not even tripping on on his inventory. I'm really not a, because I've just I'm I'm disgusted. <laughs> well, I don't maybe once, you, once you get the the highest level, which I think is 16, and uh, we beat the eye of the storm, I could see maybe between now and World Slayer that we still hang in the pocket and maybe rinse out Tiago's inventory and see if we could get the gear that we actually need to get a complete set for. Well, you'd actually, when you beat the eye of the, or at least start the eye of the storm, there's supposed to be a mission, another mission that you can do that will guarantee you the Borealis headpiece. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. You'll, so. uh, and once you, once you start doing eye of the storm type stuff, the legend battles where you'll start see anything like, once you start getting that high tier level, like 14 oh, over, I think it's like a 10, 11, 12 or something like that. Then the drop rate for legendaries goes, goes through the roof and then you can really start going. But that's another way that you could do it, you know, is to, is to just bump up the level, keep going and keep going and keep pushing and keep pushing until you're able to get what you want to. Like that's yeah. a way to do it as well. So that's what I'll be doing. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Cause, cause yeah. I, Makes sense. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Because th- well, that's re- that's really what I was what I've been playing, and I kicked it over to you, you Kevin, because I know that that was a. I know you wanted to talk about that outriders, but I have nothing else to add. If you want to continue on with what you've been playing, Kev, feel free. Just shoot, shoot uh, it over well, to Joe. Yeah, that's really all I've been playing. So we okay. can just we can just shoot it over to Trader Joe. What you've been up to, man? Yeah. Uh, other than outriders business, which I. Um, pop my platinum trophy for the main game. I still Woo-hoo! need to get the eye of the storm for the new horizon content, and then I'll have full 100% in Outriders. So I think it's kind of cool. You know, I'm not really a trophy hunter per se, but it just kind of shows the de- dedication I have to playing the game, and I still enjoy playing the game. And so that's why I kind of throw that out there. And then Destiny 2 still been playing uh, quite a bit, uh, alternating between PlayStation and also on pc on steam and uh i know for a little bit on thursday for game night you know i played some outriders with john bt we played some uh, that was fun too with chase and his wife on there as well and uh you know pretty much going back and forth on there uh destiny 2 still cool guardian games is rolling um this is the last um week of the current season on there and then the new season starts on tuesday you know, I'm trying to decide once the new season comes out whether I'm just going to buy the season pass with silver again or if I'm going to make an investment to get some of the Witch Queen content on there and just go whole hog on that. So we'll all decide and see because, you know, I haven't really been playing as much of the story content. I haven't been trying to push through Shadow Keep or continuing the uh, Beyond Light uh, content. It's been mainly concentrating on activities based on, you know, Two weeks ago, Iron Banner, and now just Guardian game stuff. And it's become more of a, hate to say, I'm distracted by, like, you know, just doing the usual stuff, seeing where Zer's at, you know, we'll see, running some Crucible, you know, just to blow some steam off, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah, that's all the so. stuff that was fun for you. So I can totally understand it. 
Yeah, Chase and his wife have been wanting, and we've been playing back and forth all weekend to run a dungeon, and it's the Shadowkeep dungeon on there. And uh, you know, I've never run a dungeon before. It'll be something new. It's like a smaller activity that is not as complex as a raid, but it's a three-player activity, so which can take a couple hours to finish on there. So I'm kind of eager to see and run my first dungeon and see the mechanics behind that and kind of take it from there. So we'll see. I'm going to continue my adventures with uh, Destiny 2. Just can't get a chance to fire up my Xbox finally, but, you know, all I do when I sign on is just, you know, run my updates. And, you know, I'm kind of curious, you know, since I've been enjoying running Crucible, maybe the check out good old uh, Halo Reach. Not Halo Reach. Um, da, 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 da. What's, Infinite. What's, Halo Infinite. There you go. And seeing what the hubbub is about all that business. I know that there's been some hiccups with the 343's initial, you know, push. But, you know, this is all new to me. So I got no preconceived notions. So that might be something I could show my Xbox some love and or PC Games Pass some love. And then from there. But uh, other than that, you know, pretty much uh, that's that's what I've been up to as far as games this past week. So Cool. All right, so with that, we're going to move on to our next topic on the docket, which is going to be the main event. All right, Diz, you got the mic, man. All righty. So, um, so for our main event question, uh, Kevin came up with it. Uh, so thanks a lot for that, Kevin. And the question was, uh, what do you think of the FIFA slash ea split uh do you think it will bring about competitive new games that will offer a fresh view to gameplay or is this just a result of a money disagreement over fifa's licensing fee should the nba mlb or nfl uh, follow the move past their exclusive agreements and open their licenses to other studios uh so kev because you brought this up i want to start with you what were some of your thoughts about 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 this question and why you brought it up well, I just brought it up because, I mean, I don't play sports games. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. the last sports game I played was NBA Live 94 <laughs> for well, okay, Super then. Nintendo. But I just thought it was kind of an interesting, uh, an interesting development because back in the day when we had the Sega Dreamcast, the PlayStation 2, uh, what was out there at the time? What, what was Nintendo's? Plat was that N64 or had they moved on to the GameCube by then? I can't remember. Uh, GameCube but, was like what 2002, so 2002, it was like, so yeah. it was somewhere, somewhere in N64 to GameCube, somewhere around in there. And you had the you had their they had the uh, what was it, Madden, uh, the NFL license had Madden with you through EA, and then there was 2K football. They also yeah. had they also had the, that was on the Dreamcast. There was also there was NFL a, Game Day on the PlayStation as well. Okay, there was NFL Game Day. So you had this the sports leagues, the athletic leagues had their licenses available to multiple studios and that seemed to create a kind of a competition for quality. Uh, like everyone there was always this big debate as to who which which one was better madden or 2k football and there was always this big back and forth and which one was innovating and which one wasn't 
So even though I don't play sports games, I thought that would be an interest. That was an interesting development uh, with that with uh, that that happening. So I just wanted to throw that out to our listeners and see if, if any of them uh, who were actively playing sports games or or even if they're not just maybe had an opinion about it, uh, see what their their opinion on, on that uh, licensing situation. Yeah. So what's your opinion on it? Uh, well, because I don't play sports games, I really don't have, <laughs> I really don't have an opinion. Okay. I just think for the, just from the, the, you know, from a base opinion, competition is best. You get a, you get a better product when organizations or groups are competing over something. So if the NFL had you know if there was a 2k nfl game like back in the day and you had the ea nfl and you know some other studio puts their toss their hat in to do an nfl game i think you would have a better chance of some real innovation with the gameplay quite possibly i mean at the end of the day it's still football right i Mm -hmm. i don't i don't really know how innovative you can be with the gameplay when you're dealing with a real world sports game, you know, unless you want to go completely off, off, off cuff and go back to EA big series, which I, which I absolutely love. Like, uh, uh, that EA, uh, what was that? Um, NBA street. Yeah. NBA street was great. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Mm -hmm. first one was fantastic. The second one I liked a lot too, but the first one was super dope. NFL Uh, blitz from midway. I never played Blitz. Blitz is, uh, Blitz is great. You yeah, know, uh, it's just like basically the comparable to NBA Jam on uh, with NFL. So, mm-hmm. so unless you're what. going, unless you're going, you know, bonkers with the realism or, or with the lack of realism, rather, and just just going crazy with it, I don't really know how. I don't really know how much innovation you can do with the gameplay. Since I am neither a sports fan nor am I a sports game fan anymore. Uh, well, one so. thing to keep in mind, Kev, and I don't know if you know all the back and forth, but you got to blame EA for this business because back in the 2000s, uh, around 2005, like, uh, you know, 2K was trying to compete with Madden, uh, they brought NFL 2K5. I believe and uh they brought out for like a super cheap price they brought out for a retail of 20 bucks and it was better than madden and ea was feeling a little bit of the heat uh from that and so they went and they paid extra extra money and they secured an exclusive nfl license and that right there kind of started the wars and basically drew the line at that point to where instead of these sports leagues like having like per se like the Nintendo branded uh, MLB game and then having the Sega branded MLB game and the Sony branded MLB game and so on and so forth that uh, they started going hard on the exclusives at that point. That's why, you know, at one point they had NBA Live from EA and they pretty much after a while 2K scored the exclusive license to NBA. And so you had EA with the exclusive NFL license, you had the 2K with the exclusive NBA license. And through attrition or whatnot, um, 
that Sony wound up, uh, you know, getting the only license for MLB. You know, EA didn't have a game besides uh, EA Triple Play back in, I think, 2005. They decided to stop making baseball games. And because it came, became more of a sim kind of genre with the investment involved, a lot of these companies just decided not to release a comparable uh you know, sports sports league game to compete with one Madden, compete with the NBA 2K and MLB the show. And so basically you created like these big tentpole franchises for each particular sport. And then pretty much that's what happened at that point. It was like they created these juggernauts and that's how these like kind of the stagnation happened in those markets for the, those game types at that point. So. Mm. I I would say it's probably equal EA and the league because yeah. they weren't that concerned about they saw dollars and cents on that table. Oh, I know. And they weren't they they could they couldn't care less about quality of the games that had their that represented their league or or represent the league organization rather. They just saw a whole bunch of zeros on that check. <laughs> that EA put in front of the uh, uh, the commissioner of the NFL and said, "Hey, we got ourselves a deal." So yeah, because I know 2K, you know. they wanted to get back in the football business so bad. I mean, they talked about doing uh, a kind of more sporty arcade game, but they were unable able to secure the license. They wanted to bring up a, a NFL Legends game where they licensed a lot of the old NFL players. You know, maybe not OJ Simpson, but you know, like. <laughs> Like, uh, have him you know. have him drive down the field in a white Bronco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at all the all the, all the OJ mini games. Yes, yeah. you said OJ mini games. Jumping over Hertz rent a car. Too much. Like track and field. It's too much. It's too much, y'all. It's too much. With a, with a bloody knife in his hand. Gloves don't fit. They don't fit. Anyway, that was a little segue. <laughs> yeah, sorry for the segue there, but uh, um, you know, as far as sports games, I mean, I'm a big MLB fan. I really don't talk about it on the show. I don't really play any MLB sports games. I have in the past, and uh, the reason why is I'm so invested in actual watching the season myself that I don't want to run and play um, sports games or MLB in particular. I Still fire up, I think, in the past I've like gone in and, and fired up some old arcade type games like Baseball Stars 2, you know, Clutch Hitter from Sega. I've played on emulation. I've played that uh, MLB Power Pros, which is basically the U.S. version of the uh, powerful pro Konami, you know, the big-headed baseball from Japan on there. So, I mean... There's, you know, um, Super Mega Baseball is one I've been wanting to try, and they have three iterations of that game, and I heard it's really like a good, really arcadey type baseball game that EA wound up buying that company. I don't know what they're doing with that company, but, uh, you know, it's I'm just, uh, it. yeah, hopefully, hopefully they work and do something with it to secure the baseball license, you know, then all this big thing about MLB, the show on different platforms, that was all stirred by MLB. MLB wanted um, Sony to publish MLB the show on Xbox and on now and this year on the Switch because the fact that they want to get as much eyes on their product as possible. And so that's how they're approaching it. So 
on there. So and they get their big tent pole franchise, just like, you know, uh, Madden's with NFL and NBA 2Ks with NBA. And from there, and poor hockey is out stuck in the outlier if EA decides to create a game that particular year. And then uh, get back to the original source of the question. The whole FIFA conundrum is really um, going to be kind of a big, um, big nothing burger because of the fact that FIFA, the organization itself, really uh, EA already has agreements with all the different football clubs in, in Europe that um, they have all the rights to, you know, English Premier League and so on and so forth. So they're not going to really suffer with their next soccer game that they bring out, you know, and be able to still have all the content. It's just eliminating the FIFA license and the FIFA name off the product, basically, is what's going to happen with that. So I kind of found it funny that... Uh, that take two and 2k uh, commented that FIFA is like, you know, they were making some comments in the media and the press saying that the, the, the FIFA president, it was like, you know, very, uh, very smart and astute. And uh, as far as telling them that FIFA is a great organization. So they <laughs> kind of were making comments in the press, maybe sweet talking FIFA. So who knows, maybe we'll have a 2k FIFA game at some point. So, hmm. Um, I think this for me, I think it's one of those it's one of those issues that that are they what would the word be? Are they are they able to actually get out of uh, a rut? And and I guess the one thing you can think about is 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 actually is it a rut that FIFA that FIFA is in? Like and and will this bring what Kevin was saying, will this bring new 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 blood to it? You know, will will this bring new blood and new new information to um, or, or new um, new ideas? Um, because mm-hmm. I, as you know, I've always been one of the people that has just been saying that you know what's going to happen at some point is we're gonna we're gonna see them uh, by them. I mean the people who are who are making these games. We're gonna see them you know, go to in a digital format. They're gonna go to a format where where they're not gonna be releasing a game every every so every every couple of years. And it's gonna be this uh this sort of, you know, now we're gonna um what is it? Now we're going to um it's like a roster update. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That that's exactly what I what I what I what I believe is gonna happen is is we're gonna I have... don't I don't think so, actually. But that doesn't make the thing is is it, is it, it makes more sense. They gotta to do pay that, for all though. those professional athletes licenses though too. Correct. Well, I think but, that's why we don't have uh 2K NBA 2K releases a new game every year because not only do they have to pay for the NBA, they also gotta pay for for Curry's image to be in the game and LeBron James to be in the game and all those other different players all of those players they're not paying a flat rate because I guarantee you that you know to get Curry's image into a game costs a hell of a lot more than getting the lowest ranked player in the NBA whoever that person might be is in the game but it so just, it just seems it doesn't like that's make financial sense for them to be able to do that to do a simple roster update. They'll keep charging you full price every year because they have mm. to pay for those individual players' images in the game. And uh, another, because... thing to, another thing to keep in mind, too, is that every year starts a new rush, like with uh, FIFA, with the Ultimate Team. 
Uh, once you buy the new version of FIFA, you have to put your cash in to get all your favorite players in that particular mode. And people have spent hundreds and thousands of dollars in FIFA Ultimate Team and the NBA particular mode. There's a mode in MLB the show that basically you are paying money to open digital cards so you could hope to attain the best players. It's almost like a digital form of NBA Magic the Gathering, mm -hmm. uh, no. FIFA Magic the Gathering, uh, you NHL. Said you said FIFA Magic the Gathering. You got it. You know, because you those modes, um, you are trying to construct construct the best team, basically your best deck of players, mm -hmm. and you are spending hundreds of dollars sometimes, like opening up packs to be able to get boosters and uh, players if need be. So. I just think it would be so much. I just think it would be so much easier if they were to go to a to a system like uh, a system in which you could actually uh, do a Just, roster. Uh, a roster know. update, yeah. Well, because because then if you're doing a roster update, you all you would have to do is just, is just you know um, keep the well, what would it be? You would keep the, the the ones who are the players who are who are hot. But I guess, but I guess every every season they they have to negotiate their deals or or whatnot to make sure that they're getting the the most bang for their buck. So I guess that kind of makes sense that they would do that. Then yeah, the thing about it's like like the MLB the Show twenty one, uh, they stop support, you know. But there's people online that continue to do all roster updates for older games. I don't know how it works for uh, FIFA or for uh, Madden in particular but you know it's like if you want to stay current with the current rosters that's fine some people might decide to stay, say hey i don't care about being current if i want to grab a, one of these baseball or football or basketball games i'll pick up an old version because like i was at, at best buy yesterday and i saw that uh, it will be the show 21 for uh, playstation 5 is all of five dollars and 49 cents yeah <laughs> kicking in the racks you know so Cool. So if I really wanted to see how the DualSense works on MLB The Show, and I'm not all hot to trot to play the mm. latest version. I mean, what if my team is crappy that, you know, or the best in that particular year versus how they're currently constructed? I'd rather play with my old roster anyway, so it just depends on how people yeah. roll with it. So. On that, but I think people are going to – well, I think some people treat it like fantasy football, and so they want to, uh, they want to be able to get, like, the best – uh folks possible um yeah. and, and that way i can kind of understand like that's what they would want to do um so uh will d uh responded on our discord i'm definitely in favor of opening up the licensing for sports games competition equals better competition equals better products and more uh creative projects which basically echoes what what you what we were both uh saying kev is that is that when you get these contracts sometimes um folks get stagnant and we were able to see that um we, we were able to see that on um uh i would say with the star wars license i think that ea was just kind of uh what would you say i i think that they were just kind of letting it letting it go and doing what they wanted to do um unfortunately and then it just kind of got 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 kind of poopy to not to you know be using bad words you know but <laughs> yeah we we also saw that uh, i guess there was some uh, a leak of an upcoming book the history of video games or 
I guess the next version of that, I can't remember who the author is, but some uh, chapter portions of a, of a certain chapter released about the history of Marvel in gaming, mm-hmm. in which uh, the guy who that they hired to put in charge of uh, interactive projects for Marvel IPs went to Activision. Oh, well, actually, he first he went to because uh, because they weren't happy with the product that Activision was putting out. Activision had the license for Spider-Man in particular at the time, and they weren't they thought that that they could do better, right? So they approached Xbox, and Phil Spencer was in charge of the uh, of the gaming division. He said, "Well, we're concentrated on our own IP, so we're not interested." So then they went to Sony and was talking to uh, oh gosh I cannot uh, uh, not uh, it was the guy before um, um, Sean Layden I can't remember his name Adam Boyce uh, Adam Boyce yeah so that's where that that ball started rolling I believe with him and they said man Marvel was like well we just want are the, a gaming IP to match the blockbuster level of our movies. And that includes marketing, development. We need people that are going to be willing to put the appropriate amount of money into R&D to get the, the game at a, at a particular level. And uh, that's when they said, we got the studio in mind for that. And that's when they chose Insomniac to do Spider-Man. And they wanted so, to be Arkham yeah. Asylum, I think. At yeah, time. yeah. There, there was, there, there was a concern that uh, Arkham Asylums, uh, how, how, because I guess that that game really turned heads and really gave people gaming the the gaming industry an idea of what a real superhero game could be, story driven, great action, all that. And Marvel's like, we why aren't we doing this <laughs> in, in our well, makes sense. in our like, gameplay? That's a perfect question. You know, why aren't we doing this? What's up? Why can't we? You know, yeah, we should be doing this. Like, I, I think that's that's the perfect question you should be asking when you're seeing your your contemporaries, you know, or your competitors even, you know, doing going in there and just you know burning down, you know, doors and taking names. So yeah, if this spurs better um better competition then definitely bring it you know let's do it so i don't know about y'all but but i definitely am ready um for for more um comic book uh, related stuff i know that's we're not you know that's not it's not um sports games but but i think the fifa ea split will definitely just free up FIFA to do something different. Um, and I do think that it was, it was, it most likely was about money um, because most yeah. things are about money and unfortunately, but, yeah. but if it's, but if it's, but if we're able to get more bang for our buck, then, then let's do it. Um, yeah. I just want to see what's got, what it's going to do for like the cards and for uh, loot boxes and stuff like that. Like I want to see, I want to see what that's going to do. Cause I'm really like, excited to see like them change that up or do something different with it you know who knows 
Uh, okay, so uh, thank you, Will D, for for commenting for commenting on this. Um, I want to say, do either of you have anything else before we move on to next week's questions? No, no I'm good. Okay, so next week que- next week's question is: uh, What are some underrated gems, video games, that you think everyone should play? Let us know why you think they are priceless, and we'll talk about it on our next show. Um, and this is basically coming on the heels with everything being uh, backwards compatible, you know, and like Game Pass offering a whole bunch of games, uh, PlayStation uh, getting ready to offer a whole bunch of games. They just released their uh, their lineup uh, of some older games that you're going to be able to to play. And so we're thinking like, you know, what what are some of those underrated gems? And they can be from current gen too. Like they don't have to be like, you know, something got to blow the dust off. Like they can be new too. <laughs> so so uh, yeah there you go underrated gem babylon's fall you heard it here folks you heard it here first folks (laughs) so so again you know so thank you to everybody who took the time to do this and at the end uh as always kevin will be giving a shout out and uh that's all for me so i'm gonna kick it over to jabroni chief for the news the jabroni news No jabroni news, just all news all night long. All, all good news night. is good news. All jabroni night, huh? The Gary Gnu. Gary Gnu. Gary yes. Space Coaster shout out. <laughs> no all good right, news well, is good, good news. First topic on the docket is going to be just like Desmond was referencing. PlayStation Plus, uh, Sony released new details on some of the games that you'll be seeing with PlayStation Plus and with the uh, as extra and premium tiers coming up in about three weeks now on there. It's going to hit, I know, in our region, I think in middle of June on there, but uh, they pretty much wanted to kind of let everyone know what games are going to be joining the service on here so part of the ps4 ps5 game catalog and the extra and premium deluxe plans um these are all playstation 4 games and these will all be um playstation 4 playstation 5 games that will be included in both the extra and premium deluxe plans on here and include such games as what uh, bloodborne uh demon souls the ps5 version of demon souls death stranding and death stranding's director's cut uh goes to tsushima director's cut both the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 version of that. Um, also, uh, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, both PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 versions of that. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, they have Marvel Spider-Man for PS4 listed, but not the Marvel Spider-Man remastered for the PS5 for some reason or another. So that's not on the list on there but uh, i'm not going to read everything off per se but uh, pretty much they got a fair share of stuff uh coming out you could definitely peruse uh, they also got an agreement with ubisoft to not only bring ubisoft plus to the mix which is going to incur an extra cost they also have an ubisoft plus classics which will be part of playstation plus in of itself and that includes such games as far cry 3 remaster far cry 4 uh, assassin's creed valhalla on there so kev if you really want to see how far left the assassin's creed franchise maybe has gone you could play that no, I'm um, good. 
Marvel's mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy on there is also part of the mix, so it's not going to be just a game pass exclusive. It's not going to be something the Xbox fans say that is only on their service. It's also going to be on the PlayStation as well. Red Dead Redemption 2 is also in the mix on here. Um, Ubisoft's The Crew 2, which is getting a um, 60 frames per second update coming up pretty soon, is also in there. There's a couple of indies too. Um, Ashen and uh, The Artful Escape are also going to be in the mix along with, you know, tons of other stuff. Um, the classic game catalog. This is going to be with the premium deluxe plan, which is going to be... Some PS1 games, Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, IQ, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Siphon Filter, Super Stardust Portable, and Mr. Driller, Tekken 2, Worms World Party, Worms Armageddon. There's also been kind of some games that have been put up in the Malaysian store that there was a story on Resetera that just popped up earlier today. I saw that there were some other games that are not on this list, including... Uh, Abe's Odyssey on there, um, Ridge Racer 2, the PSP version of Ridge Racer 2, which great game, has basically tons of tracks and everything. Um, one thing that popped up in the Malaysian store upgrade is that these games are going to be sold individually as well. So just in case you don't decide to get the um, premium tier on there, you could still go and buy some of these older games. And uh, they are running with... Uh, Rewind and some safe state options, some uh, filters involved, including, you know, CRT filter and so on and so forth. So there is some, you know, some emulation involved with all this business. So and then they have, of course, all the PS2, the PS4 remasters that were brought out on PS4 in the past generation, including like games like Ape Escape 2. Uh, Jack and Daxter Rogue Galaxy, which is a very cool level five RPG. Um, also in, in the list too, some of the third party partners, all the like remasters that were brought out, including Bioshock Remastered, Bulletstorm, Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, so on and so forth. So, And also with the premium plan, you do get the PS3 uh, streaming games on there. And of course, you know, just all the games that were on PlayStation now. So that includes such... Stuff is a lot of the Ratchet and Clank games, uh, Motor Storm Apocalypse, all the infamous games, um, Demon Souls, the original PS3 Demon Souls on there, um, and also some third-party games including Azura's Wrath, Lords of Shadow 2, Lost Planet 2. So if you want to play some old PS3 games on there, you have at it. And then last but not least, some time-limited game trials on there, so you could play up to two hours of these particular games and decide if you want to try it. And if you do, your progress will carry over to the main game once you buy it. So that includes Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, Horizon Forbidden West, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. So uh, just in case we want to give that a shot, Des and play with Christian possibly, mm-hmm. and go and do that to that. So so all that coming up. Um, Coming soon to PlayStation Plus. So, um, you know, what's your guys' overall impression with the uh, at least the beginning lineup of what's been introduced? Well, it's a good start. You know, I think it's a good start. Uh, we're going to have to be patient. We're going to have to take a book out of the Xbox Game Pass uh, uh, and just be kind of be kind of chill with it. And see where it goes. Um, I do hope that the second iteration will have a bit more bangers. But 
I think this is, like I said, I think this is a good start. So I'm just going to be, I'm just going to chill, chill back in the cut and just wait to see what happens. That's, that's kind of where I am with this. Yeah, they did state that, uh, you know, this will update twice a month as far as both the extra and the premium portions. On that, obviously, your regular plain Jane PlayStation Plus is going to be at the beginning of the first Tuesday each month like it has been on there. So mm-hmm. so at that point, you know, obviously, they're going to let you know what free games you're going to get for the month with regular PlayStation Plus. What the classic on there. Well, what's your feelings on this, Kev? I know I know what you're going to say because I know that uh, you already curated your own games that you don't need mm-hmm. <laughs> a service necessarily, but uh, it's kind of cool that there's some games a part of this at least. So I mean, I think this is great for people who have never had a PlayStation before. I think this is a really solid beginning. For me, though. It's going to, I'm either going to stay where I am, which is just going to be the, uh, which would, what would that be? The essential, or I'm going to move into premium extra. All those games I already have. Or if I don't have them, I, I wasn't interested in playing them. Or I have them through, because a lot of people forget about the PlayStation collection that you get just for buying a PS5. Whole bunch of games in that lineup too. Uh, so that you automatically have access to and, and it do, that does not require a subscription of any kind to play just you have a ps5 okay here's a whole bunch of games you can download and play so i think it's a good uh, definitely a good start i'm i'm either gonna i'm either gonna stay where i'm at or i'm gonna go premium when they get some uh, uh some ps3 games that i would be interested in replaying again but um, yeah, but I think overall it's a it's a good beginning. How about you, Des? Are you gonna just kind of enjoy what's on there? Maybe play a game or two. I don't know if you're gonna pick up maybe Returnal. Maybe check that out. Play some multiplayer. I'm probably gonna try. It. I'm definitely gonna try Re- Returnal, and I'm gonna go through and try a couple of other things. But uh, but again, I'm I just want to see what what else is coming because like i do believe that uh this is going to be like their first the first of a, of a couple of different different salvos to let folks know what they're doing so i'm i'm just gonna wait uh, but i will be i will definitely be looking and 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 pulling you know some stuff out i'm one of those people that seems to uh really um like to test out games uh so any games that on there that look good uh, i'm gonna try them um just to see what's 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 up because it's part of the service so i mean if that's the if that's the the key to 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 go through and try to find out what you like um then i'm gonna do that you know so that's kind of where where i'm at with it (laughs) one thing to keep in mind this is the question that some people had is that um in the fine print says the availability of classics, game trials, and game catalog varies over time and plan on here. So it's an ongoing subscription. It's subject to a reoccurring subscription fee on there. But the games will rotate in and out depending on there. I know PlayStation's been pretty good with uh, with PlayStation Now previously to let everyone know when the game is actually leaving the service immediately once it's uh, released. Mm-hmm. 
on there because a lot of times Xbox, you just get a uh, kind of notification that, hey, these games are leaving Game Pass in, in two weeks on here. I know like with Shadow Warrior 3, which is currently on PlayStation Now, that kind of dropped day and date. It's supposed to like drop out of PlayStation Now, I believe, in July from what I saw. So And so they're pretty upfront, especially with some of the 2K stuff that they released previously, like they had GTA for a couple months. On there, there was GTA 3 remastered that, you know, or demastered, depending on your opinion of the remaster. <laughs> on there, they uh, announced that it was going to be available until this particular date. And when Red Dead Redemption 2 was on PlayStation Now previously, they did announce immediately once the game was uh, brought out for the service that it was going to be available to a certain date. And so I like the fact that they're letting you know, hey, you got to make your plans if you want to play something, especially if it encounters like hours and hours and hours of gameplay on there so and another thing about the ubisoft classics is that they did have a certain amount of games immediately available upon launch but they're going to work their way up to a catalog of about 50 ubisoft games as well by the end of the year on there so that they're going to keep all the extra ubisoft games on there as part of the service so just in case if there is an ubisoft game that's not on there that you are kind of waiting for and you don't want to go and pay the five bucks or whatever because most all the ubisoft back catalog stuff is pretty cheap on there like i know division 2 is not on there assassin's creed origins is not on there so it just depends on what do you want to do with all that so all those games are super cheap though so yeah but, you know, if you're just, you know, a kid or, you know, someone that's just going into something, there's plenty of meat here. Just like with Games Pass, just like with all the other services that are available as well on there that, you know, if you're coming into this um, hobby, you know, new and just wanting to, you know, dip in and check out some things, the, all these services have great stuff to kind of draw upon. So. Mm-hmm. And one thing also to keep in mind with these games as well is that the PS1 games, uh, some games are going to have trophy support. So so uh, Sony Ben Studio, the uh, developer of Siphon Filter, announced that the game will include trophies and include a platinum trophy on there. So, And some games are going to have trophies, some maybe not. It just depends. I know... Uh, with that deep dive that uh, Resetera did with the Malaysian store that I know Abe's Exodus, Abe's Odyssey uh, didn't have trophies, but some games did have trophies. So, and uh, we'll have to see. Uh, the pricing on the games on the Asian store were also between uh, the comparable $5 to $9 in cost. So I think, you know, especially with a PS1 game, I think, I think five bucks is a sweet spot. I don't think nine bucks for me to buy a PlayStation One game is not going to be no. uh, something on there. But you know, a lot of people are hoping, that, especially with PSP games making uh, the launch, that they're all asking. They got wish lists being posted. You know, all everything Metal Gear, everything Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Persona, Front Mission, Sudiken. You know, all the people hoping that they eventually bring out a bunch of these old classic titles on there and uh, making sure that they look good and run good on current PS4, PS5, and also on PC on there. So, 
Any you guys have any wish lists for any PS1 games uh, in particular? Mm, I don't. Or uh, PSP games? No. I mean, I'm just again, I'm just wanting to see what they're going to put out. Like I'm one of those definitely like kind of sit and wait kind of guys because I want to I just want to see what they're going to bring. You know, I I I I I don't want to say that I ever trust a corporation, but but I want to uh I just want to see what they 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 bring out, um, and because like there's just so many games to name that I wouldn't know where to begin. Yeah, I don't know. I have to be. I, there's probably some games that if I really stopped and thought and really went back into my catalog or try to remember all the PS One games that I had. The only thing is that them games, most of them did not age very well. Yep. They really uh, didn't. Yep. They really didn't. Uh, particularly when, particularly the, the 3D ones, which that was kind of PlayStation's, uh, the PS1's claim to fame was that, hey, man, we're giving you polygons, 3D polygons. And uh, I mean, all the consoles were struggling with that, but PlayStation, because of its... Uh, uh, using CDs was able to to do it a little bit more effectively than than the other consoles that were on the market at the time. So, yeah, a lot of those games just didn't age well. I mean, like Siphon Filter, I remember playing Siphon Filter, and I thought it was a fun game back then. You look at Siphon Filter now. Uh, <laughs> it really does not age well. It really doesn't. Um, I don't know. When, when I think of games, you know, some classic game, I'm thinking more along the lines of PS2. PS2, I think, was when I really became a solid uh, PlayStation fan during that era. Uh, more so than the I, I enjoyed my play my original PlayStation. I had a lot of fun with it, but I, you know, you start you start talking about the PS2 library, and and that's where I can start thinking about games that even now uh, I think kind of stand stand the test of time. But PS1, that's a that's a tall order. They want to play some uh, Street Fighter EX Alpha? <laughs> no. No, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to revisit that. No, <laughs> I really don't. I don't need to revisit Final Fantasy VII. I don't need to revisit uh, Siphon Filter. I don't need to revisit, you know, all any of those. You know, I know I know the games are beloved, you know. Awesome. They're, they're great games, but I don't really need to go that deep in the cut is is very strange now you start talking about like saturn games that 2d sprite work i'm all about it day in day out i i think those games stand the test stand the test of time you put uh uh i'm thinking i don't know clockwork night i'm thinking um oh gosh what was that one that one game that was a saturn launch title you were this little dwarf looking dude with red hair and you you had these big old arms and hands and you smashed uh, Astel. Astel, I think Astel. 
any of the 2D arcade ports, I mean, those games today still stand the test of time because that design and art style is just is just classic. It's like watching 2D animation on TV, you know. No matter how, how much time goes by, it still it still holds up. I mean, there's differences in quality, there's difference in, in differences in art style, and people are gonna have opinion on that. But I mean, Guardian Heroes, you know, I'll take that over a lot uh, as far as playing those games now as opposed to playing, you know, as, as opposed to, you know, when they for, when they came out because you had nothing to compare it to. I take those those style of games over a lot of the Polygon PlayStation 1 games. You know, and there were a couple that I think stand out. I think of uh Bloody Roar. Was Bloody Roar a PS1 or a PS2 game? I yeah, it's remember. a PS1 game, yeah. PS1, yeah, the first one uh that one kind of stands out to me but other than that not too many others as far as games that i would be interested in revisiting right now in 2022 it, yeah, i really I, have I to think hard i hope that they actually i uh, hope they do some cool curating but we'll see i don't know if they maybe will bring out some games that maybe weren't released in the u.s on the service too but it's just like a wish list mm -hmm. i would like pay to have them Release Tobal 2 in English, especially with the dungeon mode on there and the RPG mode in particular, uh, I think it would be awesome. And there's other games out there, too, that were translated in English by fans, if need be, that I think uh, that people could find in, on there. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, one another thing, I'll make a note of these old prior PSP and PS1, PS2 games is that players who have previously purchased a digital version of games from the original PlayStation and PSP generation will not need to make a separate purchase or sign up for PlayStation Plus to play these games on PS4 or PS5 on here. So, you know, back in PS3 days on PSN, they had PlayStation 1 classics and PSP classics that you could actually play on your um, PlayStation 3 on there also too obviously you had the psp store available for you to purchase games digitally as well and if you have anything in your back catalog if need be even though you don't subscribe to the um, premium tier of playstation plus if you previously purchased that game and they release it for the service you'll be able to play it on your playstation 4 or playstation 5 which i think is a good move on their part you no know, having to re double dip on that so so like per per se like if you bought like a ton of resident evil games on ps3 ps1 classics um if they do eventually bring those out i know i had a ton i don't know about you guys but i had a ton of ps1 classic uh, digital um purchases i had connected with my psn account uh, from back then so i don't think i had very many uh, so I had a lot because a lot of them were free with PlayStation Plus too at that time. So, mm -hmm. we'll have to see. Maybe I'll bring out Vandal Hearts and I'll be able to play that wonderful game again. So, anything else, Desmond, on all this subject, or pretty much you're done commenting on it? I mean, after thinking about it, I think I'm pretty much done. You know, I'm I'm definitely gonna take a Take a uh, wait and see. Okay. 
All right, another news, um, you know, coming to Games Pass, of course, coming up. Ubisoft, you know, was trying to spread the love a little bit here. So um, both For Honor and Assassin's Creed Origins are coming to Xbox Games Pass. Um, For Honor Marching Fire Edition is going to be joining as of June the 7th. And on June the 1st, um, Assassin's Creed Origins is going to hit to the service as well. On there, not coincidental, Assassin's Creed Origins is going to get a 60 frames a second update on current-gen consoles in the immediate future. There's also a good possibility it might drop day and date with this release on the Xbox Series consoles on there that way you can play uh, just like with assassin's creed odyssey in 60 frames per second on there so and uh you know uh we'll have to check and see uh there is official confirmation too by website playstation size which is a twitter account that crawls uh in the depths of psn and they noted that there is a uh, um ps5 entry in in to the backward of the network indicating patch notes for the update, including the option to enable a higher frame rate on PlayStation 5 and a franchise menu, you know, because, you know, Assassin's Creed is going to eventually go to that, uh, like, uh, hub, con- you know, world thing that we talked about previously, where it's going to be, like, offering different experiences in one big Assassin's Creed hub, like, uh, like the uh, Halo Master Chief Collection on there, so... Ugh. I know. So I know. And I'm going to kick it over to you guys. I mean, I don't really have a, for myself a lot of preconceived notions on the franchise because I haven't really played a Assassin's Creed game that deeply. I know I've heard a lot of good things about both Origins Odyssey and um, Valhalla. I know it's not the Assassin's Creed that you previously enjoyed, Kev. And I know that you're probably going to stand clear of this bad boy, right? Yeah, the the last Assassin's Creed that I liked, that I played and liked, was uh, Black Flag. Everything after that I had no interest in. Uh, with Origins, they went into, the, I think uh, Ubisoft jumped into this Dark Souls formula, mm. where it's like, oh, well, now you can go into areas, and all of a sudden the enemies are three, four levels, ten levels over you. Oh, can't go there. You know, that's not what Assassin's Creed is about. Assassin's Creed is it's an open world game but it has a primary linear story you know it is about assassinating people you get in you sneak in you you bypass guards and i'm not a stealth guy either but assassin's creed is the was the only stealth game that i played because while you were penalized for breaking for from breaking the stealth mode it was still you were still able to beat the game. You could still get away. You could still um, leave an area, leave your target, and come back and try a different approach. The, now it's just I'm just this one one man army that's just whooping everybody's ass and and you know. Do you do you assassinate people anymore, or just you, or do you just lay waste to 
one million troops, you know, like like mm. another, just like a Dynasty Warriors game, because that that seems to be what Assassin's Creed is about now. I mean, I, I'm exaggerating, but you're not really assassinating anybody. It, uh, and that other one that that was in, took place in Greece, that game just seems so overbloated with with side quests and me, menial tasks that I, I, it, I just have zero interest in it. So I don't know. Uh, the Ezio saga was probably the best that series had ever been. I enjoyed three a whole lot, even though a lot of people didn't. I thought it was very good. Uh, Black Flag, to me, was kind of like... Well, I enjoyed other Assassin's Creed games better story-wise. I think Black Flag took the things that worked in those prior games and put them all in one game. And I think that's why I like Black Flag. But from that point on, it's like, no, nah, I'm good. You were good mm-hmm. from Unity and Syndicate and all the other... Yeah, I, I bought Syndicate. I tried several times to get into Syndicate. I I just couldn't... Again, you're not really assassinating anybody. I mean, when you mm-hmm. play as the dude, when you play as the dude, he you're going into these warehouses and snapping necks and beating up people that are trying to block, you know, union workers or whatever, whatever's going on in... in, in uh, uh, burgeoning industrial England at that time, you know, breaking up robber barons, whatever you're doing in that game. And it's like, I'm not really assassinating anybody. I mean, the chick was more stealth, was, was more stealth-like, but even her, I mean, when it, when it all goes down, you can just, just, just brute force everybody. And I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I never played it. So I was never, I've never been a fan of Assassin's Creed or any of the games. So, um, again, something you no, might try or no. because it's way different than previous iterations you might have played. Uh, previous- okay, I never want to say that I will not try anything. You know, I think I'll definitely look at it and see what, what it, what it has in it, and then, and then make a decision from that. But. But just on the offshoot, if it's just like every other one, then probably not. You know, I, I, I want to see if there's, like, I just want to see what it's about before I say anything. But at this point, I just have no interest in it. Will I try it in the future? Um, we'll see. That's all I can say about that. I don't want right, to I, I don't close it off and be like, never! You know, no, I don't want to do that. But, you yeah. know. I have all these games in my backlog, so who knows? You know, something I might get the edge to check out and I've, I've heard some you know listeners of gh radio specifically um like uh, mike phillips really enjoyed uh playing with assassin's creed odyssey in particular even though it's a, like a hundred hour behemoth on there that uh you know that's something i might just i want to put a frame of reference to this and to understand why some people just just sing the joys of this but you know it's all different strokes for different folks Mm-hmm. Uh, my experience with Assassin's Creed, I dabbled with Assassin's Creed 1. That's all I've played of Assassin's Creed. I have not played 2. I have not played uh, Brotherhood. I have not played 3. I have not played um, much of the series. So, well, Everyone so says I, the, um, the Ezio collection is like the one you got to play. So, I do own that as well. So I yeah. got, you know, all these points of reference I could jump back to and 
you know, I don't need to go out and buy a new game. I got like hundreds of hours of just Assassin's Creeds in my <laughs> backlog to even, you know, call from, you know, so. There you go. But we'll see from there. Um, and speaking of EA earlier, EA, uh, some of big blockbuster, but this broke on Friday that they were reportedly pursuing acquisition and merger opportunities with a number of different potential suitors. So it's putting... EA went out and got their get got their hair done, got their makeup all looking all nice, got their like you know best dress on there, and they're trying to get bought on up on there. So uh, they were looking at, I guess there was a supposed um, merger with NBA Universal, aka Comcast, on there, and I guess for whatever reason, at the last minute a couple months ago, they uh, kind of agreed to disagree on here but according to that they are talking to a number of companies including amazon apple disney um in the wake of the microsoft activision deal to get bought on up and get that you know cash dollar for their stock offerings and dump, dump their company off um does this does this seem strange to anybody else or or what because like I look at this and then the whole FIFA split and I'm like, uh, I don't know. You know, part of me is kind of like, what are y'all trying to do over here? Y'all trying to, you know, try to get some of that money because you, you're worried that y'all ain't going to get nothing. Like, what's going on? Uh, I don't know. I think EA as a company really and truly is on the, has been on a downturn as of late. You know, no, I, between I get that, but damn, Anthem you know? and Bioware and, you know, with the Assassin's Creed, a bunch of failed Star Wars titles, you know, and I, I think those in the inside maybe were looking at the purchase price that Microsoft played for Activision or looking to see if they could get their golden parachute and get cash out, basically. And it's like they're playing, they're, they're playing the slots or the craps machine in Vegas and they want to cash out while the chips are piled high. You know, well, I'm not so. going to lie. They got some pretty good IPs, you know, and I'm thinking that, you know, if we're talking about, you know, continue on what uh, Kevin's question, like if this is, you know, if they're trying to get bought out, maybe this is the time, you know, to try to get some new, fresh, fresh stuff in there. It's just, I, I think that they're looking at it a little too late, don't you think? Because I don't know if anybody, well, I guess. I guess, you know, Bezos got money, so he got all the monies. So, you know, Bezos might be all like, you know, hey, you know, I, I might like you, you know, so who knows? I mean, yeah. I, I, it would be weird. Like, I think it would be weird if um, if they did do that. Like, don't you think that'd be kind of weird if, like, Amazon bought them? I think that <laughs> I just think it would just be strange for Amazon to own um, to own that to own them i just i don't know it just seems weird to me it'd be odd too if disney did as well or yeah if disney bought it or something or apple you know. well disney kind of makes more sense because they had a gaming division in the in back in the day they had uh that one racing game uh split second split second which was actually very good uh, i don't know if they're into that though right now yeah, well, they, they i mean but i'm what i'm saying is that Disney getting back into gaming, they do have a history in it. Maybe not yeah. a long one, but it does make a little bit more sense. I mean, Apple Arcade, 
I don't know. It depends on how many of those games can be translated into a mobile into a, a mobile medium. Uh, Amazon. I don't even know what's going on with their streaming. I think it's dead in the water, just like Google. The Google's one is. Ain't nobody messing with that. So I'm thinking they're probably, you know, uh, twirling their skirts in front of Tencent and Embracer Group and, you know, the the big the big ballers and shot callers in the uh, in this in in this industry as far as uh, acquisitions go. I don't I I and 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 let's be honest unless they're going to do something with these backlog IPs what's the point mm. and if you're not going to give me another uh, uh uh what was that arcade racing game they burnout if they're not going to give me another burnout I couldn't care less if you're not going to give me another dead space I couldn't care less if you're not going to give me another good uh ssx don't care don't care if you're not going to do anything with the, with those ips if you're not going to give me another def jam wrestling don't care what you do because you're sitting on all these ips and not doing anything with them mm. ips that haven't been in the that haven't been relevant for years for years, but are beloved by people that remember playing those games. And so mismanaging their current IPs at the start too. So and I'm not I'm not the biggest EA fan. I mean, I, obviously I bought Grid Legends because they bought Codemasters, but you know, it's like, uh, well, they still don't know what to do with with Need for Speed. Need for oh, Speed hasn't don't. been good in a couple generations, but at least for one generation, that's for sure. But, other games haven't been really all that great to tell you God's honest truth. I was looking at Anthem on my shelf today. It was just like, really, so, so sad. That game had so much potential. So, but we'll have to see with EA. But, you know, to me, EA is like a company like Activision. I, I dabbled in their offerings, but I don't really care. You know, I don't know how much gamers out there really care unless you're invested in FIFA, Madden, and, uh, you know, yeah, but Activision puts out the number one game every year, and that's Call yeah. of Duty. That's what makes them different from EA. EA, <laughs> you know, they they don't have a Call of Duty. Uh, I mean, they got when I say Call of yeah, Duty, I mean they, they have that duty. pulls those kinds of numbers. They have duty, year. just like the latest Battlefield, a bunch of duty, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whether whether people whether people are are loving it or not, Call of Duty is always the number one game every year. So the EA does not have a game like that. No, agreed. All right. Next news story: um, uh, a sequel was announced. Uh, the uh, company Nacon kind of went and they had a bunch of different announcements this week, but the one that we kind of I got my eyebrow up. I know Desmond also as well as that um, developer Spider's um, RPG game, Greedfall, is getting a sequel. And it's going to be launching for PC and unspecified consoles in 2024 on here. So, uh, And uh, they happened to announce this right before they're bringing out their latest game, which is coming out 
uh, later this year. What's the name of that game, Desmond? I, I don't have it in this news story, and I know that we're both looking forward to it. So. Well, Greedfall 2 is coming out, and the second one was Steel Dawn? Still Rising. Still Rising. Still Rising, yeah. Yeah, Still Rising. Yeah, they're still working on that, which is coming out in September on there, which is as crazy 1800s, like... Uh, RPG with robots and all sorts of craziness. We'll probably see more during E3 and probably uh, during the Summer Games Fest coming up in a few weeks and on there. But yeah, Greedfall 2 is going to be a sequel. It's going to be a prequel three years prior to the events of the first game. On there, you're going to be uh, casting players as a native of Tier Fradi, uh, forcefully taken from their island home to the continent of uh, Gaseen on here so and it's going to kind of fill in some kind of lore uh, prequel to uh, the initial um, franchise for Greedfall and uh, can you tell the listeners more about Greedfall a little bit more in detail I know we talked about before in prior episodes but you know maybe you could kind of talk about like I know it's very similar to like old Bioware games right Des? Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was by Spiders, and it basically is a. It's funny because it's kind of about colonialism when you when you really think about it. Is these people found these uh, this group of indigenous people on this island, and they decided, hey, we're going to go here, and we're going to uh, do stuff, and and uh, I say do stuff, but we're going to go here, and we're going to see what's going on over here and there's where all the magic kind of gets into it um and it's uh it has a magical system it has a uh a a free free roam it's not open world uh there are hubs that you go into to do your missions and within the hubs you have different um you have different uh things that you can do in the in, in the hubs um so like I'm trying to think about what what you would kind of call it. It's like um, uh, you go in, and then when you're in that certain area, it's kind of like Borderlands, in which you go in there, and then there's quest givers in that specific area. Uh, it's a little janky, uh, and it has a little bit of Euro jank going. It's not as Euro janky as uh, as Piranha Bytes games, but uh, they are definitely uh, Spiders is definitely a studio that is trying to. Uh, get better with every different uh, every different game they make. That's why I, I always get excited for a new Spiders game because they're always they're they're literally always trying to do something uh, new. And I think the reason why we're getting a new um, a new uh, game in this series is because it really did it did really well, you know. And I think. They're like, okay, we know that this did really well. We think that it's going to, you know, and we think that it has a a good supply of people in it. So let's go ahead and 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 do it again. Um, and I think that's why we're getting. Plus, they already have all of the the um, the the data, not the data. They have all of the the kind of uh, well, I guess data, but they have all the sprites and characters and shit like that. So it's probably just easier to do instead of having to create a game uh, like Steel Rising, like they've, or Steel Dawn, like they've done um, over and over again. So I think that's why we're seeing this more, uh, or something like this more often uh, with this. So I think it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. It really made me want to play uh, the first one again. I got pretty far on it. 
Um, um, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of old um, Bioware, old... Um, it'd be like old Bioware, old obsidian type games um they were still good but you could tell that they're, that they're just not quite ready yet and i'm thinking that's kind of what what uh spiders is if you're willing to put the time in and take a look at it you'll you'll you'll, you'll find a really good rpg and i think that's that's the what you got to kind of look for when you're when you're looking at this at this game but definitely look at a couple of um uh, definitely look at a couple of uh, what would it be? Uh, gameplay trailers. Look at the first one. Um, it's and... super cheap. Greedfall, and it's also out for current gen consoles as well. So. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. I mean, it, it it's definitely worth it to to take a look at it. And I know it's on sale right now on PSN, so uh, so you could probably find it uh relatively uh like you're saying inexpensive. So I definitely think it's worth uh it's it's definitely worth a try if you're if you're into you know RPGs or you're into very interesting kind of like you know I don't want to say colonizing but but it kind of is like that. So but I would definitely say give it a try. Um there's nothing really stopping you. you yeah know? it's on also for our listeners that have access to games pass it is a games pass title it's on that service mm. on here so it gives you an opportunity to be able to play this game yeah. and who knows kev maybe you could fire up and play some greedfall and get your series x and uh, love dust that dust the guy off yeah. so yeah and, and yeah, i don't think it would be greedfall though i well, I, I looked at that game RPG. it is an action yeah. rpg so yeah i looked at that game it, it seemed a little more jankalicious than I than I than I typically like. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. It 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 got the jankiness on it. So you will. I'm like I ain't gonna lie. You know. I don't, I don't think it's as janky as like Elix or Elix Two, mind you. It so. definitely is not. You know, and I I just like no no um uh shade to um to piranha bites because i played the first elix and i most likely will end up playing elix too it's just elix is it's it's a very interesting uh game so all right and then my last news story for this episode is about a new muso game coming out so uh tecmo koe uh, is bringing out Token Rambu Warriors on a Steam. Uh, originally, this was only going to be released for the Switch, but now they are also confirming a release on Steam on May 24th. It's coming out worldwide for $59.99 on here. Um, I don't know. I'm not familiar with Token Rambu as far as the franchise. I found out through my research it is a basically a mobile game that's popular in uh, Asia, you know, spe specifically in Japan. And basically all the characters in the game are like attractive men that are represented <laughs> with the... Uh, <laughs> sure. Okay. Yes. No, they're attractive men that are basically depicted like uh, swords on here. So, and, uh, you know, just they, I guess this game company, uh, DMM Games, also have this other <laughs> game out called <laughs> Kantai Collection, which basically uses uh, like these anime girls as warships. 
Uh, oh, I've actually seen that. Yes, I've seen that game. That game so, was bananas, yeah. dude. I know, and so, like, they have their favorite waifus, um, and they're basically modeled after particular uh, warships. And 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 now they have himfus, huh? Basically, yeah. These these attractive um, anime men are basically Mm -hmm. representative of a particular type of sword on here. So the character designs in Token Rambu are inspired by the type of sword they portray as well as the period of history that they come from. On here, at least in the mobile game, the, the combat is really just automated. It's just a resource management and a, like a farming for resources, so on and so forth. But this game became so popular in Japan, particularly with young women. They had over 1.5 million registered users back in 2016 <laughs> on here. And in fact, there's a subset of fans of this game that actually got interested in, in learning the sword fighting techniques. That's uh, awesome. for their for their favorite uh um basically their uh not waifus but mambos bandos yes there you go so Timfus. so and then of course so i'm coming i'm coming into this looking hey there's a new uh, muso game and it's coming out in the west but it is for these like you know basically very um very attractive men, samurai men on here, and they're going to kill one million troops. We have to ask, what, the, the def- what is the definition of attractive here? I mean, it's like... No, no, it's just if you look at the characters... I don't know, they, they look kind of femme. I mean, yeah, they look, like, yeah, they look kind of femme is a little bit so... But, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, they've done Muso from many different properties, including Dragon Quest and zelda one piece so hey you know take that and they are ramming this particular game and they're bringing it out in the west and hey you could go download the demo both on the switch and also on steam right now i already pre-ordered this game <laughs> i have it pre-ordered wow uh, wow wow so okay. i'm gonna find out who my favorite husbando is and i i it. will i'm gonna play it at your house it's- I don't bless know. Bless your heart, sir. Bless your yeah, heart. Yeah, bless your heart. Wow. Uh, okay. I was definitely thinking about <laughs> maybe, so you know, you know, basically 15 blades incarnate from a drifting Hamaru base set out on a historical drama in the Sengoku era. Experience an original epic story you can only found in this game. So, mm. Wow. So I'm going to be learning about the token Danshi, the 15 blades incarnate. And uh, following the uh, storyline of the blades on here, so so mm. we'll have to see. There is um, battles. Um, of course, there is enjoy- mini games such as pose matching and tag. Oh lord! <laughs> and a photo mode as well. So wow. No, I'm so. good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'm good on all that. <laughs> wow! Of course they, they have and, I, and I love Muso, but I am good on wow. all that. That's hey. funny. That's awesome. You could buy the, you know, in the typical Toei Koei Tecmo motif. You could also buy a deluxe version for one hundred nine ninety nine on here. Which you got your mind? Cheap. Includes 16 different outfits for your husbandos, five additional music pieces. I love it. Oh my gosh, this is so just this, this is so tacky. I love it. Like they will monetize anything. Of course they will. You know. You know. Lord. But yeah, I just want to let you guys know if you want more Muso, have at it. 
Well, thanks, on Steam Jared. and on Switch, but uh, that's the news for this week. Alrighty, so Trader Joe, why don't you just hit the folks up with an update on our game night? Uh, as always, yeah, our game nights are on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. We gather in our Discord and uh, basically just have a fireside chat with all you listeners on there. So if you could be doing your dishes, mowing your lawn, well, you know, mute while you're like running a lawnmower or whatever you want to do. As long as you join us on Discord, we get together and play games. I know this past Thursday we had Chase and his wife join us and we're playing Destiny 2, dropped dropped in and played some Outriders with John BT. I know Surgeon Fire jumped in. He even fired up uh, Outriders on the on the Xbox on there. And he might give it a gander on there. And I know he was concerned with the, um, you know, graphic um, violence on there, especially with his son in the room. But uh, it's all tongue-in-cheek on there, at least a little bit, in my opinion. There are some unnecessary f-bombs and outriders but that's beside the point like 90 90 percent of that dialogue is unnecessary let's listen yeah it <laughs> really is honest. it really is like i'm just like okay. let's be honest 90 percent my i mean even my, the curse words don't even make sense that mother effing 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 <laughs> what did you, did you get that effing F and G D F and F it's like you are not even stringing them around, stringing them right. Yeah. It's like, it's like a four, four, fourth yeah. grader trying to swear, you know, it's like, you know, I would say for people that are concerned about the bad um, F bombs or swearing in the game, throw it in another language. They have like, I think five or six different languages, including Portuguese and uh, Polish. You could actually throw it in the Jakob's mother land. Uh, mother tongue. Yeah. <clears throat> A mother tongue on it's, there, and, and honestly, it's, uh, it's not that bad. It really isn't that bad. Every so often, they 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 will drop one as a you know be like because they're really like something bad happened, and they're like, oh, we have to do this. Oh my god, and blah blah blah, you know. So it's, they usually use it as an exclamation about something. So it's it's yeah. not it's certainly not that bad, but but it definitely uh, is written for um, Sci-Fi Channel. So if you like Sci-Fi Channel movies, you know, have at it. I think, I think written, we think written for 14 year olds basically <laughs> yeah that's why 12 to 14 it. 12 to 14 is yeah that's that's where that dialogue yeah right where that dialogue sits you know that's why i love it <laughs> so cheese yes but uh yeah our game nights definitely join us um i did also make a suggestion and if you guys want to game on other nights of the week feel free to let us know on our discord we have a, a game night section in our discord uh, and I know listener Chase has been like you know, using it as a kind of like almost like a message board to let me know when he wants to roll out and do some Destiny activities. So if you have other games that you want to play Outriders with us, come join our Discord. Come yeah. let us know. We'll play with you any day of the week. We use the game night section uh, for our voice channel and we go at it on multiple nights. John BT just sent us a message out of the blue. Um, on was it the Friday night? Uh, it was yesterday. Yesterday, okay, Saturday night, yeah. So, yeah. and so. we just then we chilled and got in there, played a couple of rounds, and you know it was it was a lot of fun. So yeah, if you join our Discord, uh, usually uh, Joe, mostly Joe, is usually uh, looking around, and uh, he's he's super quick to respond, and he'll let us know, hey, you know. Hey guys, you know what do you 
someone's asking if they want to play. You ready? You want to play? And we're like, sure. So if we can, we'll hop on. So it really is, it really is that, you know, kind of, kind of easygoing type of, type of thing. So. Yeah, for sure. Alrighty. So contacts. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's the email you want to use. If you've heard something you want to respond to, or if you yourself would like to be in our show, get your viewpoint on gaming out to our listeners, you can send that feedback to gamingvessels at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at gamingvessels. That's G A M I N G V E S S E L S. And, uh, I definitely don't want. Uh, I definitely want to uh, remind folks to join our Discord server again. You just heard uh, Jabroni Chief talking about it, how it, we use it to interact with those that listen to our show, and I definitely want to throw that token into the ring again. Um, hit us up on our Discord server. You can hit hit our Discord link from our Twitter page or from whatever podcast aggregate you use to download this show. It's a great community, a lot of fun. Uh, we're not an echo chamber, so there's a varying opinions on gaming, but they're expressed in, uh, in a fun-loving manner and uh, no personal attacks. It's not the dumpster fire that Twitter and uh, other places have turned into. So I would highly encourage if you dig what we're doing here in the podcast space, and I would highly encourage you to check out our Discord server. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, you know, we're posting news on a, on a regular basis. So uh, hit us up there. Um, individually, we have uh, our own uh, social media social media accounts. I can be found. Oh, before I go into that, though, uh, special thank you to those who participate in our main events. And this week, a special thank you goes to Will D. Uh, thank you again for responding to our question. And uh, again, without you guys, <laughs> without you guys uh, hitting us up on our main event, on our Discord servers, we're just three old guys yapping into the internet ether, uh, like uh, three cranky old men, I guess. <laughs> Mm. Or one cranky old man, as in me. But, <laughs> but, but uh, individually, we have our own social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter at at uh, shownf seventy one. That's S H O N U W F. The number seventy one. PlayStation Network name is shownf seven. Same spelling with the number seven at the end. Xbox, I'm shownf zero seven one. Same spelling with zero seven one at the end. Steam, I'm shownf seventy one. Same spelling as originally, and my Nintendo Switch friend code is seven six five eight two one five five three three zero nine. So, Des, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? All right, <clears throat> everyone can find me at on Twitter at the Nemo six. That's T H E N E M O S I X. And you may find me on uh, PSN, Steam, and Xbox Live under Nemo Tigger. That's N E M O T G G R. And my Nintendo friend code is five two eight zero six six seven four four five one nine. And as always, um, you know, we want to hear from people, not bots. So, so when you message us, just let us know how you heard us mention the show or something, because we want to talk to people, not bots. They know why. And Joe, where can folks find you, buddy? 
Uh, they can find me on Twitter. Um, I'm under the handle Jabroni Chief, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F. Mainly just uh, forwarding a lot of contest entries, not as much as of late, but uh, I know what's going game. on. Yeah, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with it. The uh, 90 day game fast kind of worked, you know. So I'm all, only putting in for the games I really want to buy or play, you know. So, or you know, I'm I haven't gotten in a lot of Twitter interactions with Alfred about PlayStation Network either. So you know, <laughs> don't want to offend folks out there. On there, you know, we're not serious about it. We go back and forth sometimes. You know, it's all good. Uh, also, I'm under the same handle on both Console PlayStation Warriors. Network. Console Warriors. <laughs> PSN and Steam, Jabroni Chief, uh, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F on Xbox. I could be found under the same handle with the 374 at the end. My Nintendo friend code is 1-4-7-1-2-5-9-5-3-1-4. Zero nine. All right. So that is going to bring episode 171 to a close. We want to thank you for hanging in there with us, for checking us out on our Discord, for listening to, for downloading and listening to our podcast. It's very much appreciated. Thank you very much. So for Des, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. the gamer stepdaddy and for trader joe aka jabroni chief yeah yeah otherwise known as the food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar i am shown f71 aka digger doolamite that purple bling bling yo <laughs> oh lord <laughs> <clears throat> put extra spicy on it <laughs> Same. We will be back next week, episode 172 for you. Peace! Yo!